Welcome back to 33 Dreams of Indie. I'm your host, Robert Earl, and today I am joined by Wyatt Berkacek. I hope I got that correct. Mm -hmm. uh, Wyatt is signed on for USF 2000 with the J. Howard Driver Development Team in 2020. Uh, Wyatt, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So, Wyatt, how does someone from Johnstown, Colorado get into IndyCar racing? Well, um, I guess it started from where I was born. I was born in Noblesville, Indiana, okay. so that probably helps. But um, yeah, so my family originally from Noblesville, Indiana. My parents enjoyed watching the 500, and they went to it multiple times and uh, even took me a few times, which is great. That, that is something else. There's there's something about uh, Indianapolis in May and, and being from that area and uh, one of my trips out there, I know I, I stayed in Noblesville and, and uh, attended the race. Uh, so now you're in Colorado. Are you much of a skier, much of an outdoors, or do you um, like to stay inside? I do like the outdoors. I like to bike, and uh, I did ski a good amount. I haven't been in a while, but I did like to ski when I was younger, so that's always fun. Fantastic. So coming off uh, 2019, uh, you were primarily focused on the F4 series. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, in 2019, I ran a full season of F4. Actually, in 2018 as well. So I did two years of F4. Two years of F4 with Jay Howard. Um, mm -hmm. Talk about that experience of 2019, um, highs, lows, and what were your favorite tracks? Um, well, it was definitely a, a struggle in 2019 for us. I feel like we had a bunch of bad luck through 2019, starting at the first race in Road Atlanta. Um, I mean, throughout the whole season, we had issues with the car. Like, I had to change the gearbox in the first race. And then throughout the season, I was taken out multiple times in races. So it was definitely a testing year, but I think I learned a lot and definitely gained a good amount of experience with the team and uh, just in my driving skills too. You know, um, what? In, in spending time around you at the winter testing, the academy winter testing, uh, there's there's a quiet focus to you. I, I wonder how when those types of things happen, um, you don't seem like you get too rattled, um, but yet when you flash that bright smile, it uh, it beams. So how do you how do you stay that way, or is that just the way you've always been? Um, I think it's just a lot of how I've always been. I've always been more of a reserved person and just kind of keep to myself. Uh, this year, though, it definitely has tested me. Uh, there have been a few times where I've like definitely shown that I was uh, not happy with what happened. I think the biggest testing part for me was uh, at CODA, the final race of the F4 championship, where I was my strongest at. I was actually, I qualified fourth out of 36 drivers and on the formation lap, my engine blew up, just ending my whole weekend, which was horrible for me. But uh, I think it was a great learning experience. And uh, I, I've gained a lot of, um, yeah, just knowledge about how to take those things in racing. And I mean, it's always going to be a part of racing. You're always going to have those ups and downs. So I feel like 2019 was a great learning experience for me through that. And you know the team had the capability because if, if I remember correctly, that's the race that uh, uh, Christian Bogle actually uh, uh, took the win um, yeah. as a feeder event or as a event that was going on the same weekend as F1. 
Uh, yeah. So I'm sure that was quite exciting. And then, yeah, to be parked before you even get to uh, put it up the hill and into the first turn uh, probably was was not the the funnest. Uh, yeah. Did did you have to learn this by having a twin sister? I saw that in one of your biographies that you have a twin sister as well. Does does she uh, keep you in line? Oh yeah, she definitely does. Uh, that's always fun, and it's uh, interesting having a sister that you grew up with doing all the same things. So that definitely helps. <laughs> Most definitely. Last year, you made your uh, first and second start in USF 2000 at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Uh, take us back to that weekend, the experience that you went through and uh, driving that, uh, that track. Uh, I thought it was a great experience for me. I wanted to kind of feel out what the Road to Indy was like before I do a full season with them. So it was, it was a great chance that Jay had an open seat and I could uh, fill that seat for the weekend. And I mean, it started off good and I learned the track in the car and it just got better. And I, I was able to compete with uh, the mid pack and stay in the top 10. So I felt like that was definitely a great learning experience for me going into 2020 and be able to compete hopefully up front. Let's talk about 2020 for just a bit because mm-hmm. um, I can say this, maybe you wouldn't or you wouldn't say it on on a camera or whatever. You're, you're teaming with... Uh, one, if not two, of the potential uh, uh, title contenders, and uh, you yourself uh, being on the team that's capable of winning the championship. Uh, what is that feeling like going into it? Uh, what do you contribute as a team member uh, to a setup like um, that where you have an experienced driver like Christian Rasmussen? I, I think it's great. I'm so glad that I have the opportunity to be on the team with him because with his experience and his speed, I'll just be able to get better from him and be able to to learn from his data and video. And just, if I have questions, I can always ask him. I mean, we're all great friends uh, on the team. We all get along great. So it always helps. And us uh, and Rasmussen and uh, Bogle, they're both going to just push me to my best. And I think that's going to really help all of us in 2020. It, it it showed in that um, I was following a lot of different teams and some teams, once they got done and got out of the car, the drivers tended to go a different way. Um, the three of you got back together and we're talking about that, having meals together, those types of things. So that's uh, that's something that was an observation that I made. Um, that Academy experience, uh, first you were at Palm Beach and then uh, heading down to Homestead. Uh, you didn't make the third step of it to uh, Sebring. Uh, got another week in the sun that you didn't get. To, yeah. uh, but uh, talk about uh, being at Palm Beach, what you learned there, and uh, the improvements that were made in Homestead. Yeah, um, for me, my goal is over the offseason just to get completely used to the USF car. Still kind of a new car to me, but when I was at Palm Beach, it was just getting a lap after lap in, in so I could um, just get used to the car and build up speed. And I felt like that's what we really accomplished. Uh, came back from the weekend with uh, no uh, instances or anything like that. So that's mm-hmm. always good. And yeah, just learned a lot through the team and just gaining experience in the car is all I'm really looking for right now. And hopefully continuing the off season, we can build up more speed and uh, prepare for 2020. Yeah. The, uh, running at Palm Beach with the tires and the tires would come back in with the bits of mm-hmm. uh, sand and shells on them and then having to scrub those off. Uh, uh, that, that track is really tough on tires, it seemed oh, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the big things. It was just that and Homestead, they're both 
pretty hard on tires. And I feel like that's good for me to learn for USF because it's definitely going to be something you have to deal with. You only have the limited sets of tires you can run. So you're going to have a race where you're going to have used tires. And I, I think just getting laps on used tires is uh, really beneficial to me being able to control the car while it's not at its peak performance. Yeah, that definitely is something that showed there. And, and uh, those tires were pretty uh, gummed up by the time you got oh, yeah. done with, with at least your runs of going through it. Uh, now you're, you're in Colorado. Um, what's your simulation? What's your SIM setup? What system do you run on? Or do you do a lot of SIM? Um, I really enjoy doing SIM. I, I like to get on with my teammates and uh, just spend time with that and just by myself training for where, what the next tracks I'm going to. I don't have like a crazy setup or anything, but I just have a, a few nice like a uh, formula style wheels and the pedals and a monitor and it, it gets the work done, helps me learn the tracks and uh, gain some skills that I can't do while I'm not at the track. Yeah, definitely. The track itself at St. Pete is currently stored underneath a, a highway overpass. Um, so as you drive by on the freeway, it is all stacked up, all of the fences and all of the blocks. And uh, come the uh, February time frame, they'll start uh, closing off one part of the town and roll that out. And uh, because I live close to here, I'm going to try to document some of that track build that's here. So uh, it's uh, uh, exciting to, to see. But yet on Sim, it's already built, it's already exists, mm -hmm. and it's there. And, yeah. and you get to go through uh, the bumps that are on there. Um, I always like to give the younger drivers an opportunity to give a shout out to, to some of your sponsors, sponsors that have uh, supported you over the years and uh, uh, those that will be with you in uh, 2020 um, and people that you want to give a, uh, a thank you to. So go ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, the biggest one is CSU One Cure uh, here located only 30 miles from me in Colorado. They help. And then uh, Capri Tools. Yeah, that's one of our main sponsors, and those guys have helped out a lot to, to help me and the team throughout the past year and two, two years, and also the coming years. So those two are the, the biggest ones I have to thank. Um, with One Cure, CSU One Cure, uh, have you gotten to visit the facilities or what they, what they do or find out a little bit more about their mission? Um, we've done a little bit. Like uh, I've, I've traveled to Indy for uh, last February. Uh, Jay had a uh, fundraiser at one of the local cart tracks and okay. we got to spend time doing that and learning about the mission with CSU One Cure and hopefully in the next coming months hopefully this month or next month we'll be able yeah. to go down to the headquarters over at CSU and uh, tour their facilities and things. Really really looking at that uh, uh, cancer uh, support there. I, I know your parents are very active involved in, uh, in, in with most drivers at, at your mm -hmm. level um, that are very supportive of them. So I uh, give a shout out to, uh, to them and your dad that was very supportive there when you were at the academy. So uh, I want to make sure I was recognizing that because he was oh, looking yeah. out for you. I, I wouldn't be here without them. They're amazing and they're letting me follow my dreams. So I think that's great. Yeah. And, um. Any specific type of training that you do, uh, any sort of regiment that you're uh, looking at, or maybe because you were in the, the Florida heat that you look at it changing a little bit different for the upcoming season, or because you're moving from the F4 car to the uh, uh, USF 2000 car? Yeah, um, originally I, I did notice a, a good difference between the F4 car and the USF. Like at Laguna Seca, by the end of the last race, I was pretty tired. So I, I wanted to make sure that 
I would go into the 2020 season being able to run all the races and all the practices without a sweat. So, or at least be able to compete at my best throughout the whole weekend. And I've been hard, hard at work here in Colorado, just uh, working out five or six days a week, making sure I keep on it. And I think it's definitely been helping like at the last tests at uh, Palm Beach and Homestead, I, I ran a ton of laps and was able to continue at my best performance. So yeah, I think no, that's definitely the goal. Definitely was in the 80s. So over that period of time as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So Wyatt, dream with me for a little bit. Mm -hmm. What would it be like to not, you've attended the Indy 500. So you know what that's like. And you know, the emotions that that brings. Oh, yeah. What would it be like to be one of the 33 and actually start that race and compete in the Indianapolis 500? Um, I mean, that would be surreal to me. Like, I just think that's a crazy event. That's like one of the biggest watch sports events in the world. And I mean, I don't even know if I could put it into words. I just think that would be, that, that would be like the, the top of my list for things that I want to do. And I would love to do it. So, and that's one of the goals that I have right now is to run the Indy 500. So hopefully we can make that a reality someday. Most definitely. And, and special meaning for you with back home again in Indiana mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. of having that uh, being played. Uh, Wyatt, uh, podium, race win, solid finishes. Uh, it's all there in front of you for the upcoming season, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, always the goal is to be up front. And I was able to mostly complete being in like the, the front pack in uh, F4. We definitely had our struggles, so we never were able to finish on the podium. But I think that's going to be one of my goals in 2020 is to consistently be up front, top five, hopefully get some podiums. And which track are you most looking forward to? Um, honestly, I really like the, the Road to Indy schedule. I think it's great. I'm really excited to try out street courses. I'm also, I've been to Lucas Oil Raceway before for a, a day, but I'm really excited to try out an oval race. Never done that before, so that'll be pretty interesting. And Coda is one of my favorite tracks, and I'm really excited to get back to Coda and also Laguna Seca. Be able to do that. Um, road to Indy, you need to be at Richmond, but I'm just saying that because the, <laughs> the, the kids love the ovals. And, uh, oh, yeah. well, when I saw that come up with the schedule, I, I understand what they're trying to do with the condensed uh, schedule to get uh, people in the seats, um, mm -hmm. but it's it's so... Uh, so much of a track this there, but yes, Lucas Oil will be fantastic for you. Well, Wyatt, uh, I'm going to be uh, keeping track of you, rooting you on um, you. over the course of the, the season, and we will uh, touch base as we uh, head into uh, uh, March uh, testing, uh, and then when you're here at uh, my home track of St. Pete, and then as we uh, uh, like as I like to say, as we follow the circus across the uh, <laughs> uh, the, the country with going through the races, I, I appreciate you taking the time. I uh, hope you have the uh, best of holiday season and uh, exciting things coming in the new year, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I hope so. And I, I hope you have a good holiday, too. Fantastic. Uh, so until our next episode, um, we 33dreamsofindy.com. We're also on all of the major players, Apple, uh, Google, also uh, on the uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio podcast. Uh, we've got it all covered that's there. Um, also, you can uh, be like Wyatt and follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, and uh, we'd love to have you there. Uh, until next time, keep dreaming.